0: all right hey everybody welcome back to episode two of the series of personal growth and this today's episode is actually going to be a really fun one it's a continuation of The blame versus uh, responsibility. And we're going to dive into perspective. And we share some pretty cool stories about our upbringing, about some professional and personal interactions that we've had with some loved ones in our lives, and how we take those experiences and gain perspective and continue to get better and and more wise based on those experiences. So I think you guys are going to have some good takeaways. Glad you're here. And let's get started. Hey, Devin. Hey, Tim. How are you?
1: Good afternoon, sir. It's good to see you. Thank you so much. What's new in your life? Man, lots of news in
0: my life um you know just the continued evolution of being the backbone of the American rancher here we go you know and this. you know here's, and what i found is like i have this newfound love for mesh hats
1: mesh hats yeah
0: and and there's i think it's whiskey bent hat company and they're they're not a sponsor of the show they could be you know give us some love on that but
1: uh yeah what so we need some hats you know i
0: i, I stumbled across this like we stumble across anything good in our lives on social media and uh i just i fell in love with their hats mesh. and hats i'm trying you know, to like 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 the snapback mesh you know like mesh like a like, trucker a, like, a, hat. like a trucker type okay, hat, got right it. i'm with you and i'm thinking
1: like are you calling a straw hat a straw cowboy hat a mesh hat
0: like that's something you're from
1: the you, you grew up rural, like right? yeah know better than that yeah
0: you know I, I did grow up rural, and i never wore a straw hat or a mesh hat growing up uh, it wasn't until I, I really think that those are pretty unique to the south oh really yeah cowboy hats yeah i just really we just didn't wear them and, and maybe it was maybe people that were older I don't recall cuz yeah. it's been a long time yeah. but we we didn't I didn't wear my first pair of Wranglers till like 2 years ago really yeah we had Carhartt that's what you worked in nobody that's true nobody that's wore true. Wrangler yeah but uh but yeah like, anyway I can't I can't stop buying these hats and like because I feel as though like if I put on a like a Carhartt hoodie and a you know, like a, a trucker hat, and I hop on my side by side and go back and check the cattle on the property that aren't there. <laughs> you know, it's, it's the it for your makes me exemption. <laughs> the, the virtual. Hey, you know. no, 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 no. Sorry. Actually, as long no, as the Rockwell comptroller's not listening okay, to this, yeah. which I will guarantee yeah. they're on they're on the other side of the trees. They're on your land. Yeah, I'll guarantee nobody in the attorney general's office is, <laughs> is watching this podcast anyway. <laughs> all six so. people here aren't part of that. Yeah, but you know, in, in all seriousness, though, man, like there's always something to do. You know, you buy twenty seven acres, there's always something to do. Yeah. And uh
1: So I have, to ask, I have to ask you, can I stop you real quick? So mesh, I'm thinking this, I'm, I'm, I'm visualizing you in your mesh hat, right? Out, cutting wood or whatever. So do you ever get like sunburned dots on the back of your head from where the mash hat is? I can't see it.
0: It's not my problem if like, I can't if you, see you it. You don't
1: ever get done working? you oh man, that's kind of sore. Why is that sore? No, because I don't work that long.
0: <laughs> <laughs> but you know what though, man? I, I did. We're all about transparency here. We We've got. And I've, you and I had this conversation one-on-one, but we've got some honey locust trees back there. Yeah. And if you, if you're not from Texas or not from the South, you probably don't know what a honey locust tree is. And they're basically- They're not sweet. No. They're like, if, if Satan were to create a tree, like personally for like, like to, for, for Christmas, right. he would create a honey okay. locust tree. Okay. And they, they've they got thorns that vary anywhere from like six inches, seven inches in length to like these hypodermic needle sized things. And- oh. Normally, what they do, and there is apparently they are beneficial to the ecosystem. I mean, if you're a, a plant or a tree expert, you feel free to weigh in on this.
1: Yeah, because I don't know what it's kind of like mosquitoes, right? But
0: all I know is that they flatten the tires of dirt bikes and side by sides right. and everything. They, they've caused nothing good in my life, and so I'm I'm going to take these things down. I'm I'm taking them down. Like it, see, it is now.
1: I, see, I like the furrow brow better. When it is. Down, but it I'm is. Take them down. Yeah. It is
0: now my personal mission in life to get rid of these honey locust trees and apparently what normally what normal people do is they hire somebody to come in and they have like this basically big giant stump grinder that they hook to a skidster and from the top down they grind this thing to pulp
1: oh really
0: right and i'm like man, like as,
1: as they sit there oh as God. it sits there oh, right really? so i'm
0: like why in the world would anybody need to do that i got a steel chainsaw i got my mesh hat and i got a car heart hoodie <laughs> <laughs> so how many blades have you got? How, how many chains have you oh those bodark trees that's that's a story for a different day but and and I've got I've got a pair of leather gloves. I'm the backbone of America, Tim. You are. It's time to go knock down some honey you're, locust trees, baby.
1: You're feeding our country.
0: And I realized about 15 seconds into that endeavor that I was ill-equipped. So, from from mindset on down to my gloves, I was ill-equipped so how for the long pain. Did take you before?
1: Man, that skid steer thing sounds pretty cool.
0: About 15 seconds. About 15 seconds. You know, because normally you you got some limbs and you kind of nudge your way past those limbs to get yeah. to the trunk or a big limb of the tree so yeah. you can start taking this thing down. Yeah. Well, you can't do that because it's protected by a thousand of Satan's yeah, you, personal daggers. You can't get close. <laughs> and so. This thing, I got stabbed in the nipple. Like seriously, I got my nipple pierced by a thorn of a honey locust tree.
1: <laughs> that is visually disturbing.
0: <laughs> my hands were torn up, and I've got legit like cowhide gloves, and it was going through it like like I wasn't wearing gloves. Really? and it took me two hours to take down one tree.
1: That's when you have to have some really good boots, or it can be a really. Bad it doesn't,
0: thing. you know, it doesn't even matter. Like you, if even with good cowboy boots, you can pierce all the way through these things with this. And, and I finally got it down. There's there's two more, and, like, I like I don't know. I got to hype myself up to get this, to get the rest yeah, of these things yeah. down because it, I mean, by the definition, whipped my butt. Really? Yeah, I did. And then I drug them across, you know, because then you got to drag them to my my pile that I'm going to rent, like a chipper, to to get this thing taken right. care of. And then I drove the side-by-side and promptly flattened two tires on <laughs> the side-by-side. So, you know what? I'm about 0 for 700 with so these stupid honey locust trees. Did you wear, did you wear
1: your, um, your rattlesnake or your ostrich boots to do, do that work? It, Tim... They're Cayman. Okay. They're American They're came Cayman. American Cayman. Don't, cayman. Psh, alligator. That, that's one you caught those in the back ponds, didn't <laughs> yeah. you? You skinned them yourself. Yeah, yeah my friend made Luke Casey,
0: uh made those yeah. for me. That's nice. But no, I, I do have work boots, but um if you are curious and ever want to take down a honey locust tree, just shoot me your address. I'll I'll let you come out and, and you can you can Thank have you. at it.
1: Thank you so much. I've I've uh when I was in Boy Scouts, I actually one of the things when the merit badges was a, a wood cutting merit badge. and So you're supposed to go out and find a tree that is, you know, circumference is certain size and, and you have a hatchet and that's all you have. And you have so much time to cut that tree down and then to chip it up into certain size logs. Mm-hmm. Right. And so I forget how many hours it is you have to do that. So I didn't, I'm, I was really pretty good at cutting. I wasn't really good at um, recognizing what, kind of trees they were so what kind of tree do you think i chose i'm
0: guessing you picked a oh, tree. yeah,
1: dead on so i spent the next three hours just trying to cut down the tree when i got done it looked like a beaver had gotten after it and <laughs> lost its teeth halfway through oh it's, man and so needless to say i do not i never did get a wood cutting merit badge and so um I'm still disappointing myself over that, but I'm not willing to go back and try to get you know,
0: it. I, I think that's the densest hardwood in yeah. America. I think it is too. And we got a ton of them. Yeah.
1: So I, I think now in my professional career, I'm successful enough that I want to get something that I can drive that's heavy and big enough that I can just run over the trees.
0: I don't think that exists. And I do have a quick side question. So this, <laughs> this wood chopping badge, was this because it was uh pre-combustible engine days or what what, what was was well, this before the advent the of the chainsaw
1: <laughs> and we also had to use compasses to find us where we go there was no gpss back in the day but there were chainsaws you just have to learn how to you know be a man do it on the wood be a, a
0: woodcutter okay it wasn't because it was pre like pre-industrial revolution or anything no, <laughs> no okay no thank you though <laughs> just just curious I, I appreciate that very much and uh i did
1: not ride a horse to the tree
0: yeah Yeah, so much, so much, so much. So,
1: speaking of that, so that's a perfect lead into the topic (laughs) for today. It's not really, not (laughs) at all. But what I want to talk about is is uh, the idea of perspective, and perspective is how we view things that happen either to us or others in our the people in our lives, the things that happen to us, most positively and negatively. But probably today we'll focus more on when things happen in your life that aren't super positive. When something happens that wasn't what you planned, um, you know, what's your perspective on that? And, uh, it's something that's been really good for me that I've learned over the last probably five or six years. And it's almost, you know, I think it may have been, um, Bergeron that really got me thinking about it. We talk a lot about Ben Bergeron. And, um, so when we were both doing CrossFit, you know, one of this, one of the guys we would really listen to. And one of the things That he said, and we've used this in the podcast, when something happens to you that's not great (laughs) or if it's bad, the first thing that you need to think, mindset is good. And the reason he does that is because of perspective. Because things are going to happen in your life, both positive and negative. And when those negative things happen, the way you see that and view that can really determine how your emotions go how your day goes, and also what you learn from it. So just an example would be um, something happens. You lose a client. um, You, you know, hit a curb, right? Whatever, you break your leg, whatever. The idea is once that happens, to stop and say, okay, good. What am I going to learn from this? Um, You know, it's one of the things my dad taught me. and I've said this on the podcast before was everything, how does he say it? He says, uh, out of everything, you can always pull something good out of something bad. So out of something bad comes something good if you just look for it, right? And so sometimes you have to look deeper and harder to find those things, but there's always a takeaway. And I think you and I have talked about this is, you know, the further we get away from something negative or that happened in our life, um, the more perspective we get, and the more we learn what we took away from it, you know, I, I think a lot about you know your upbringing, mm-hmm. and you know the what you went through, and the man that you are today is a very different person. Um, I think about how I started off in business and the, the way I thought about things and the way I handled very negative situations um, now versus then, and you know we talk about mindset, but to me it's all about perspective of looking at that situation and saying, what am I going to take from this? What am I going to learn from it? It's, um, you know, they talked about this with the pandemic that we just went through, you know, don't ever let a good pandemic go to waste. It sounds terrible when you hear that. Mm -hmm. The idea is we had something that we didn't expect hit and it was a bad thing. And there's a lot of negative things that happened, but let's don't let that go to waste and just say that was a terrible thing what are we going to learn from it that we're going to take away so the next time we don't do the same thing? We learn with we have some takeaways from it so that next time we have a pandemic, we're going to treat it different. We're going to react different. We're going to have different methods that we go through. So we're going to learn from that. So is it good that we went through it? Absolutely not. Are we going to look back and go, man, I'm really glad we went through that because I wouldn't have learned X if it wasn't for that right? We talked about the, even Mm -hmm. through 2020 is, you know, we had all of our customers say, listen, don't contact me about, we're not buying anything and we don't need a new solution. We need beds or we need more people. And we had to stop and go, wow, what are we going to do? And that literally transformed us to prepare us for 2021, 2022 and that we were able to stop and to rebuild some things Look at some things different. Change the way we add value to our customers. Even bring out new products. So I'm very thankful for that. But in the middle of it, when all that starts to happen and hospitals aren't calling you back, man, that's not a good thing. And so, you know, it's it's hard to say good when right. they come in and say, "Hey," what marketing folks come in and say, "Hey, listen, we're we're getting lots of negative feedback, and uh, it's not a good thing." But to stop and go, okay, let's stop doing that. What can we do to add value? And so we look back and go, "That was a really good thing that happened
0: for us." And and I think that's easy to say now. And for me, it's that saying that wisdom is the application of knowledge and experience, right? right? And it's really we we inherently know to look for the good in any situation, but it takes the perseverance through that negative moment to apply the wisdom, to, to apply the experience to the knowledge to get the wisdom, right. right? And if you go to a five-year-old and you're like, hey, don't put your finger on the stove, right? Something bad's gonna happen to you. Mm-hmm. They're like, okay, eh, something bad might happen. And then they burn themselves and then their fingers are, are in bandages for a week. And now they have the, the the experience to apply to something bad was gonna happen. And now they have the knowledge not, not to touch, right. not to touch their hand to the stove again, right? And then, it's up to them, and I think we get better as we continue to evolve through experiences to decide how you're you're going to apply your mindset to it, right? right? You know, you talked a little bit about my childhood. You know, I grew up in and certainly in the earlier part of my life in less than ideal situations. You know, and I was I was surrounded by you know drugs and alcohol and abuse and and things like that, and you know you almost do it subconsciously and you have to make those decisions early on. And you think about those kids that are in the inner city or in the rural areas that are going through these hardships every day that we don't even realize. And they're having to make those decisions every single day because it may not seem, you know, to a 40 year old, you're like, what, what the hell can a, a five year old be going through where he can have to apply mindset? Well, there's lots of stuff. Right. There's starvation, there's abuse, there's, neg- there's negligence, there's all kinds of things. And you have to, evolve your way through each one of these experiences and come out saying, this isn't going to dictate who I am. Right. Right. That's for me is, is perspective. Right. And then you evolve and you get better and you get smarter. And thankfully, if, if we're raised right and our kids have, I guess, that prototypical upbringing, even as they go through their teenage years, if you tell them don't drive like an idiot, it's going to take that accident. It's going to, again, take that take that application of experience to get them the knowledge to become better for it, right? right. And there's a reason that 40 year old Davin can go through a situation and apply mindsets and perspective infinitely better than 20 year old Davin could. Right. And that's not always a bad thing, right? right? Because if you're, if we're inundated and like so many, unfortunately, kids in America are, and we wonder why they turn to life of crime and they're cynics and and they they've lived a whole life by the time that they're 18. Most of us will never know what that's like, but right. there's people out there that are having to do it. Right? You know, so it, it's. It's unique to each one of us, but it does take a certain amount of experience and a certain amount of, unfortunately, repetitions to go through this in order to know how to do it the right way.
1: It does. And, and we've, we've talked about this in the podcast before, but the difference between education and wisdom, mm-hmm. right? Education is, if you touch that stove, it's gonna hurt and it's gonna burn you. And what that does to us as humans sometimes is that makes us want to just figure it out ourselves. right? And so we do go touch it and we, it burns and we cry And we get a big blister and it hurts for days. The difference is if you educate me on that, I may try it one day with wisdom. Once I touch it myself and I feel that pain, I'll never forget it. And I'll always stay away from a stove or a flame or whatever it is. Right. When things happen like that, it only happens to happen once and now we're wise. And so,
0: you know, going back to perspective but then I'm sorry to jump in, but then what do we do with that wisdom, right? We know that it's going to burn our fingers to touch the stove, but why do so many people continue to go back and touch the stove in, in, yeah. a, in a metaphorical sense, right? Yeah. Because I think it's easy to say, I'm now wise, I know what it's going to do, right. but it gets to a whole different level to really truly apply it and not to put your finger to the stove right. proverbially day in and day out. Right,
1: right. You still do that?
0: <laughs> man, Wait, we just go we back just and listen about, about me popping my rib out in trees. and Like I, I am auto program to self-destruct. Yeah. Like if you leave me unattended for hours, you're going to come back <laughs> and like something's going to be broken. Like, yeah. like I am that guy that is absolutely across the board programmed to self destruct. I've even got a, a t-shirt that says in my, in fairness, I was left unsupervised <laughs> and I'm 40 years old, man. <laughs> it's, <a word. laughs>
1: it's just out small, but you know, yeah, that's okay. But yeah, pers- with going back to perspective, you know, for me it's, and I think we talked about this in our um, kind of the bottom, bottom of the barrel podcast is, you know, an idea behind that is, is you throw out everything that you don't want to be and what's left is the things that you value that you are. But with perspective, it's kind of the same thing in that the way we come up with how we deal with things happens through experience. And so until we understand the mindset of I'm going to stop here and look and say, this happened, I'm going to get emotional about it. And I'm going to get upset about it and I'm going to blame people about it. I'm going to blame me for it versus, okay, what am I going to learn from this? Mm. And sometimes we're in the middle of that pain. It's hard to do that, but the faster we get to that point where we stop and think, okay, I'm in pain. This sucks. I don't like this, but what am I going to get out of it? What am I going to learn from this? It's maybe it's, I don't ever touch the stove again. Maybe it's, I need to go about this in a different way. Um, I was uh, listening to our podcast on Bob and the Barrel, and I was talking about one weekend when I was home and my wife, I said a few things that probably weren't said the right way. And so I asked her, okay, then just tell me what I should say. Tell me the right words. And my tone wasn't great. And so that made things even worse. And so we kind of talked through that a little bit, and I kind of backed off a little bit and said, okay, what can I learn from this? And, that, and the takeaway was I'm kind of glad that happened and she was upset with me because I learned it's more about not just what I say but the tone and how I say it. It's about my heart, where that's coming from. And so that day I became a little wiser. doesn't mean I won't go back and say stupid things again or use the wrong tone again or whatever the case might be, but um, I'm able now to look at that situation and have a perspective of, okay, I'm glad that happened. You know, I wish I wouldn't have, but I'm glad it happened because now I better understand how she wants me to talk with her and how I need to, what does my heart need to be when I jump into the situation like that, right? So I learned from it. So the good thing is I learned. So what am I going to get out of it is I'm going to be a better person today than I was yesterday. Did it suck going through it? Absolutely it did. Um, Did I hurt some feelings? Yeah. Um, Did I pop a rib out? Did I, you know, what? You can just name a million. Jamie might've and, popped a rib. Right. Yeah. Right. You're stabbing <laughs> the ribs. But you, you know, you also think about, you know, your life and all the things you've been through and the takeaways that you got from that. Um, to me, that goes back to how do we see things in that perspective of when something happens good or something happens bad, how do we see it? How do we view that? What are the, what's the lens that we look through that helps us be wiser coming out of it than we were going into it? Cause you know, the worst thing in the world is we have something bad happen to us and we get down about it and then it happens again and we get down about it and it happens again and it gets worse and we're like, man, we're just, we're just terrible people. Mm-hmm. Why is all this happening to me? When, if we stop and think, wow, you know, I'm, I'm going to be a, I'm going to be a better person coming out of this. Um, I know that I, I talked to, you know, both of my, my girls about this, but you know, wisdom comes to adversity and you can't gain, truly gain wisdom unless you go through adversity. So when things happen adverse, when adversity hits, to stop and think, good, good, I'm going to get something out. I'm going to learn something from this. And, I, you know, I, I taught uh, my youngest, you know, Sophie. I, this is one of the things that that I work with her on was, you know, I wanted her to go to school. And the idea behind school is not just what you learn, but what you learn from it. Right. Mm. I never expected a ton of classroom smarts, education, come out of it. which They did, you know, probably more than I did. I didn't do so well in school. But it's what you learn to go through, all the adversity you go through, the test and dealing with roommates and dealing with deadlines and dealing with things that you've never really had to deal with and living on your own and being responsible. Those are all things were adverse situations that, you know, I went through, that she went through, my oldest went through, and Jamie went through too that those are ad- things that you went through with adversity is what made you who you are today. And you think about your past and you think about all the stuff you went through from your upbringing to the military to the things you've seen in your life that most people will never experience has made you who you are today. And you know, you could turn around and say, man, I've had a lot of bad things happen to me in my life. A lot of terrible, th- I've seen some terrible things in my life and I don't, I wanna crawl in a hole and I just want to live out the rest of my life in a way that is easy. But you didn't do that. You took a different path. You had a different perspective on it going, man, I went through a lot of stuff. What, what can I take from it? How can, I, how can I use that to be better? And that's one of the things I respect most about you is your ability to look at things different and see in perspective on things and go, okay, what can I take from it? And then now that you've learned those things, now that you have that wisdom, that you're able to help others as you see them going through that. And I think that's one of the most rewarding things is not, you know, there's the realization of perspective and then there's putting that in practice. And then the beyond that is teaching other people how to do it. And that's, what's extremely rewarding. I've seen you do, you've, you've done that in the last few days with people mm-hmm. is helping them to understand through those negative things, what positive things are going to come from it. And you know, it, it's not, overly just being positive about everything. It's not about that at all. It's not that. It's about that something happened negative. Now, what are we going to take from it? Well, and it's not about getting it all right. Well, cause right. We never will.
0: Yeah. And, and I think that's where it can become a bit of a downward spiral and, and can begin to perpetuate as if you, that whole self, self-fulfilling prophecy thing. You're like, I just get it all wrong. Therefore you get it wrong. Therefore I get it all wrong. Therefore you get it wrong. Right. Right. And so, you know, I went through a situation when I was younger and we don't need to get into the details of it now, but I remember thinking like, I'm not going to let the actions of one extremely bad human being dictate the terms of the rest of my life. Right? You know, and so here I sit with all the good and the bad and the mistakes and the trials and tribulations of my life. And you just heard me say that I'm programmed to Mm self-destruct. So I don't get it all right, but I know roughly what I want to be and who I want to be at the end of the day. And so every time I go through one of those experiences, that, that. Guiding light becomes a little bit brighter, right? Mm-hmm. My my interactions become a little bit better. My wisdom becomes a little bit stronger and a little yeah. bit deeper. Um, and I think the other thing that we have to to recognize in all this, Tim, is that our actions and our choices and our perspective they're not insular. So when you were talking about, you know, that conversation that you had with Jamie and some words came out wrong and you learned perspective from it, guess who else got perspective? And, and had to go through an interaction and decide what what she was gonna do differently and that she did, right? Our Our loved ones, the people that we have those interactions with are also having to go through perspective as a result of some things that they may or may not have done. And so I think we need to recognize that our interactions affect other people as well yeah, right again they they don't just affect us but and we are solely responsible for the words that come out of, of our mouths and actions that that come out of our soul um because they they affect other people. And I don't think it's on us to make other people happy and we can't control other people's emotions, but we are damn sure responsible for the things that we say. We are darn sure responsible for the things that we do. And we better recognize that because as we're gaining perspective, she may be gaining or he may be gaining perspective as well, which hardens them to you as a human. So you can certainly have some adverse reactions as a result of the things that come out of your mouth because
1: that can be a positive or negative thing right right? and you don't get to control it deeper or build a wall even taller or you can break down and show
0: transparency yeah because they may be you know their their reaction may be you know what their their good is i'm finally hardened to the actions of this man or this woman and they can no longer hurt me so while you're gaining a perspective on trying to become this better person you've now blocked this person out of your life whether advertently or inadvertently so you know reflect on that before it gets too far. And you wonder at the same right. time where the relationship went. Exactly. So,
1: yeah, that's good. Okay. This is good stuff. Yeah, absolutely.
0: Thanks for sharing with us. <laughs> if no, we can only get it right.
1: Yeah. Well, but the <laughs> thing is, you know, it's never going to, it's, we're never going to always get it right. And you know, I, and, I, and what I'm not saying today is to look forward to negative things in your life that happen because nobody wants that, right? Nobody should ask for adversity. However, it's going to happen. We're humans. And it's how we see and how we perceive that and the perspective we have on that adversity that's going to determine our outcome in life. Yeah. Our perspective on life, our perspective on ourselves. Um, and really part of that is we've talked about this is confidence. Right. It's going to determine how confident you are and how you handle adversity. Yeah. So when adversity happens, am I going to say, wow, something's good's going to come out of this and I'm confident in that? Or, man, I'm just not any good at this.
0: Yeah. You know, I think my final takeaway is to... Meet the person where they are. Yeah. To expect your teenage son or daughter to have the same perspective on an event as you, as a forty-year-old man, you're going to lose them. Yep. To have your spouse to have the same perspective as you, you're going to lose them. Right. right. So when you're going through this reflection and you're you're having these communications, meet your significant other where they are. Right. And Definitely. allow them to glean their own perspective. Don't push yours onto them. Don't right. accept theirs as yours. But you know you're both growing, You're both learning together.
1: Cool. I wish I'd have known some of this stuff when I was younger, though. Yeah, we could write a book on how to do it
0: the wrong way, buddy. <laughs> book, novel. You know what, though, Tim? Like, I think what makes Bobblehead so cool is is the interaction and interactivity that we have with our listeners and and I guess now our our viewers. Yeah, I think so. Now yeah, we can we can say that now we can God actually bless put that them, that's going on my LinkedIn bio like like today. But is you know we we like to learn from our viewers and our listeners like like they learn hopefully some things from us as well. Sure. So you know if, if is for our viewers or for our listeners, if you guys have a different take on this, a different perspective on this, or want to share your own story, reach out to us at uh, hello at bobblehead Podcast. Podcast. Podcast dot
1: media? Dot com.
0: Dot com. Okay, yeah. hello at bobbleheadpodcast.com.
1: Or if you're watching this right now, just put it in the comments.
0: Yeah, put it in the comments. And uh, and we'd love to answer that question for you or potentially have you on as a guest. And again, continue to uh, to get better together. Sounds good, man. It's good stuff, man.
1: Thank you. Thanks for the time. Yeah, absolutely. Till next, next time. time.